The kingdom of God is a complete plan, the plan of God that he has given us in his word through Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit for the transformation of nations. It's not just about going to heaven after you die, but it is a plan for Jesus to bring complete renewal and transformation of this world, which is what he has been assigned to accomplish. He is going to restore all things, which means the things that God has created, uh, which have been spoiled uh, by the sin of man and the deception of the evil one. And God has, he's got a plan, a complete plan for the restoration of all things. So transformation of the nations is a part of his plan. And we call that transformation the kingdom of God. It's heavenly ways coming to earth and changing our lives and changing our nations even. Cities, counties, states, and nations transformed by the power of God. But if you've been reading uh, my book, you'll uh, probably know that Christian people have sort of abandoned God's plan and abandoned his kingdom message. Even though the gospel is called the gospel of the kingdom, we've in many ways just abandoned and forgotten the parts that are really the kingdom of God parts. And we've ended up with um, a Christian religion and helping people to get to heaven after they die. But the kingdom part has been lost um, until recently. And God has been putting that part back in. So um, we're, we, we are living in some very exciting times where God himself has acted to deliver us from what I call power and might Christianity. It's this, this uh, welding together of power and might, the, the tyrannies of the world and, and people wanting to lust after power and be in control and then religious people kind of joining in with them and, and forming a, uh, an alliance. Um, and uh, that alliance has done huge damage to the integrity of the gospel. And God put up with that for a long time, but he has, in the last several centuries, uh, moved to restore the original vision of the kingdom of God to the church and the gospel of restoration and transformation is something that we're having to relearn by the power of the Holy Spirit and what God can do through spiritual awakenings and great awakenings. That is the hope of today. So during the last 600 years, we've been slowly, uh, I'm sure God has to have a great deal of patience with us because we're slow to learn. We're slow to get back and to realize what kind of life God really wants for us. It just is, it seems weird to us. God's ways are not our ways. And so we evaluate things by human thinking. And the human thinking is what seems normal to us, but it isn't normal to God. So we have to allow God to get into our 
our thinking and our uh, habits and our attitudes and, and, and we surrender our lives to him and allow him to teach us and the, the anointing becomes our teacher, as it says in 1 John 2. And then that anointing will change our whole lives, turn our lives upside down. We'll stop trying to control the people around us or control our own lives. We're surrendering to God. And then the real adventure begins. Well, what we've got to do is rediscover that whole way, not try to combine it with what seems right to us, but to go whole hog, you know, just buy into everything that God really wants for us, which begins with a surrendered life and inviting the Holy Spirit to come in and be our teacher, um, using the Word of God uh, with us to transform our lives, and then we become transformational people. Well, uh, what we've got today in America and in other places is another attempt to take control of our lives and control other people's lives. And, and that is moving us in some very, very bad directions. And I'm talking about Marxism in a new guise, which is called critical race theory. So here, even some Christians are thinking, wow, this is a, a great new way of, of, of having justice, social justice and righteousness. And, and, uh, and, and yet, if you're studying the whole history of the kingdom of God, and you see what God is striving after and, and, and doing around the world to transform nations, critical race theory is just not a part of that plan. Because God's plan operates out of the Holy Spirit, and the power of God is a different power than the power and might that CRT and all forms of Marxism uh, rely on. So the idea of Marx, Marxism is to just take control uh, and you have the bourgeoisie, which is a group that's in control, and then you have the proletariat, you have the poor and the downtrodden, and so now we're going to just reverse their roles, and we're going we're gonna to redistribute wealth, and we're going to just take things away from one group and give them to the next, and that is by the means of power and might. And Christians who think that this is a good thing, that we should go along with critical race theory, are just going right back into another uh, possibility of uh, power and might Christianity, and it would take us back. It would, it would reject the great uh, progress that we've made of coming out of power and might Christianity that as I've described in this book, and I'm describing in my next book as well, um, this battle between power and might and the by my spirit way, um, Satan uses worldly power to corrupt. And God has protected us by giving us this other power 
the power of the Holy Spirit. And you can't combine those two. It's a terrible uh, perversion and a twisting of things even to try to combine those two things. So what I want to say to you is uh, this country, America, uh, back at the beginning, in, the, in, in our founding years, the formation of the United States was uh, led by some Christian people who had this insight, and they discovered that power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so they provided a, a form of government that would tamp down power and might so that we would give God a chance through the prayers of the saints to bring spiritual awakening from above. And he would write his laws on our hearts, and that would be what we'd put our trust in, you see. And if Christians would do that, if Christians would just believe in the Christian gospel, we'd be a lot farther along in this world than we are. So I'm inviting you to trust this by my spirit way and not to look to just another version of power and might Christianity as, as we see. Let me just say right now, if you want to look at what happened with that wonderful Marxist vision originally, um, I invite you to read this book, Lenin's Tomb by David Remnick. David Remnick went to Russia. He interviewed all kinds of people from, from Siberian coal miners to uh, Joseph Stalin's family and just interviewed all these people, all the, the uh, communal farm leaders and all these people. He just interviewed them and and you get a picture of the, the absolute 100% disillusionment of the people of Russia, of the Soviet Union, at the end of, in the collapse of the Soviet Union. What started out so hopeful because it relied on power and might. You see what the point I'm making? It relied on power and might, and power and might always corrupts. And so what we need to do now is not the time for us Americans to fall away from what God has been teaching us all along, which is trust him, trust prayer, trust following Jesus, trust surrendering to the king so that we receive the Holy Spirit into our lives and then he will use us to transform the world around us.